phone and the labels to put on to this thing we keep and to think to when we need you don't have the right to ask where you go at night but the waves hit my head to think someone's in your bed all right good evening good morning good afternoon good night wherever you are climbing aboard the fat sundays fantasy football league potty welcome aboard grab some chips grab a drink grab whatever it is that you are doing at this point in time because we have one heck of a week to go through here with you boys and girls um Glad to have you aboard the podcast, but it is going to be crazy aboard the potty this week. So, like I said, hold on. Not only was it a little crazy in the fantasy football world, but it was also a little crazy in the world world. So, we uh, got a packed show. We've got another special guest here for you. We're excited to bring him aboard this week. Uh, It's no ex-girlfriend story like we had last week so if uh, i have to end up interviewing another person that has completely demoralized me in the fantasy league i think we should have one of james's ex-girlfriends on and they can talk about how bad the breakup was um however we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get started here but we cannot get this potty started if we do not turn it over for some smooth soothing words from the big old mr commish Hello, boys and girls. We are looking at a week number four coming up here in the Fantasy Football League. Um, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, I tell you what, I am super excited about uh, the season continuing on here. I'm excited about our special guest, but I uh, really thought that that intro music got me fired up, and I'm ready to get this thing rolling. A um, few thoughts, you know. I tell you what, I watched a little bit of the debate last night, Ross. You know, I don't want to get too much into it, but wait, there was a debate. Yes, you know, and I tell you what, I don't want to get too much into it, but I love the fact that on our political and highest stage of discussing important topics, that we actually got football thrown in there. Finally, I have been trying to fight for that for years, and I tell you what. Donald Trump finally throwing in some Big Ten talk on college football level. You know, I thought we were going to get into some fantasy discussions on, hey, my fantasy team's better than your fantasy team. Maybe end in a little bit of ruckus running around the podiums. You know, I was really looking forward to that. But, you know, I don't want to get too much into it. This is a fantasy football podcast. We won't get too much into political politics and stuff like that. Just wanted to make that note that I thought that that was awesome. Very appropriate for the highest stage of debating um, college football and football in general. Um, obviously, like you said, a uh, very important thing going on in the world here. Uh, coronavirus has struck the NFL, and we couldn't be paying attention any more closely to see how it's going to affect. Obviously, the most important thing in our lives at this point is um, fantasy football. So we'll be paying close attention to that. Um, obviously, Adam Gase has taken his uh, upper decking to a whole new uh, level here. He's uh, all of a sudden gone super sane with his upper decks. Um, a lot of, you know, there's a lot going on here. Um, but that's kind of my uh, beginning here, Ross. Uh, you know, those are my first uh, opening thoughts. So just kind of let you guys know we're going to get ready to bring in our special guest. Um, go over some reviews, previews, TMZ updates, and uh, 
we'll we'll take it on from there, guys. Um, Ross, if you want to try to bring in our special guest for a little bit of an interview here, uh, much anticipated, uh, that would be awesome. So the invite has been sent, and hopefully he'll climb aboard with us here in a few seconds. Uh, I do agree. I was excited to hear about some football when it came to the debate. Uh, Donald Trump himself actually founded football this year. It was great. And the one thing that I will say, I'm not going to get real political, but I don't know if you knew that over 200,000 Americans uh, had died from the coronavirus. Do you know how many of those people are alive? (laughs) I would say zero. (laughs) Zero. Zero. It was probably the most emphatic statement I heard all night. I'll tell you what, you know, that is uh, very interesting that you bring that up because um, I did not know that he was the founder of football. I did know that his skin is made of the same leather um, that goes around footballs, uh, Donald Trump and being said. Uh, I Look, I didn't know we were getting into the TMZ updates a little early. Nicely done out of you. That's some very good detail. Yeah, work. you know, I actually found that out through talking to his daughter, Ivanka, and she was like, yeah, um, we all had to get skin transplants. And, um, you know, we all didn't want the uh, the pig skin there. Um, Donald Trump loves his pig skin. Um, really looking forward to uh, keeping that going so he can keep football going on in his uh, in, uh, his uh, second campaign here coming up, hopefully. I do, though, have a question. If you get Donald Trump around Tom Brady, will Tom Brady deflate his face? <laughs> That is a uh, real question for the deflator. So we will see if uh, the deflator will answer that question uh, for us here. Well, now we are going to go ahead and bring in our special guest. Really excited to have him on the potty this week. Uh, Many of you know him as the backwards dick or maybe Matt Pennington, otherwise known as Kicker. Welcome aboard the potty. Thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, we're super stoked to have you here, uh, G-I-B-K-C-I-D. Really looking forward to uh, seeing what you have to put together this year. We uh, obviously noticed that you had a little bit of a rough start to this season, but, uh, man, did you come out swinging here in week three. Um, Just to kind of kick off a little bit of this interview here, uh, I kind of want to get your feeling. Like, what did you tell the guys in the locker room this week that really got them hyped up to go after Daniel Contra and uh, really attack him? Well, you know, it just kind of kept it simple. I said, they're all cut unless they fucking start playing. That sounds serious. Um, You know, did you really uh, have to tell them about, you know, you're not going to pay them? Um, You know, did you slam a couple lockers? Um, or do you really just keep it caught, you know, Bill Belichick, uh, dry and cut there for him? You know, I grabbed myself a deuce, deuce, Mickey Alt. I sat there and just said, guys, cracking it, taking a sip. I says, do better. <laughs> and then I finished my deuce, deuce, and I walked out of the locker room. Not gonna lie to you, I just ran through a wall. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, that if they don't fire you up, I don't know what does. Um, looking at you know, I just kinda wanna know since I really haven't had the feeling, what does it feel like to be the contra this year? And especially the one that does not have an iPhone, does that feeling really try to up like really make you feel good, you know, going into your week feeling like 
like exhilarated for some reason. Just explain this feeling to me of beating Daniel Contra. So it, it felt good. I was worried. I mean, I was worried for a bit. You know, you have no idea, you know, what Lamar Jackson was going to do coming out there. I was really, really afraid of that. And he had um, – who else did he have playing? I don't know who else he had. Alvin Travis Rick. Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, Travis Kelsey. And so I was scared. I think I was only up like 40 points, and freaking Lamar could do that by himself. I mean, too bad he shat his pants, which sucks <laughs> for Daniel, but not for me. And so I just shit on Daniel by 50 points, which felt great. <laughs> that sounds like it feels great. I'll tell you what. I mean, Bro. coming off another week of losing by point nine putting up 150 yeah you know i didn't want to bring that up because i know how hard those losses are but by less than a point um i felt bad about it you know it's hard to feel bad about it in, in fantasy football but you never like this you never like to win like that especially when it's uh not a, uh, you watch him on again you like to win no matter what who gives a shit <laughs> ross any questions for the man so I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path here. I know we've got like a lot beaten. of names. I, I like to Pass. go, and, you know, and this one, it kind of goes, kind of goes there. You know, I'll ask you about the team name here in a minute, but I have a super important question. Uh, do you prefer licked stamps or sticker stamps? I'm a licked stamp guy. Ah, ladies are a fan of you. Straight savage, everybody. You heard it here. I do not want to face the G-I-B-D-K-C-I-D, knowing that he likes to lick stamps. That is absolutely <laughs> savage. Beautiful. I love that. Best answer we've had so far. So uh, that thought, I think that's a great answer as well. Um, you know, looking in your uh, upcoming matchups here, uh, Matt, looks like for some reason, every time we bring someone on, their next week it's against uh, old uh, Philip Oliver Holes here. Yeah, and, uh, he is. Um, I tell you what, an interesting character. You know, goes off one week and uh, underperforms another week. But it's it seems after our losing week, he really gets back in the drawing board and gets to talking to Mister Philip on how his strategy on filling up holes here. Um, Matt, what do you plan to do to uh, kind of hold off Mister Philip here? You know, I really don't know. Yeah, every Sunday, you know, I wake up hungover. And I look at my fantasy, and I'm like, yeah, probably going to lose. <laughs> but some days, you know, at the end of the night, when you've drank a couple and you're feeling good, you win. And that feels great. I've seen Philip, you know, I've seen Philip put up 77 points. That's what <laughs> I'm hoping for. And uh, I think I got him this week. Man. I just ran through another one. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a lot of patchwork. Yeah, you know, I feel I feel the enthusiasm coming out of a GIB KCID here. Um, you know, do you feel like uh, having more kids? You know, is uh, helping your fantasy game here? Um, you know, bringing another you know mind into the household. Um, do you feel like it's really revved you up for this season? Do you feel like you're more attentive? Do you feel like this is your year? Um, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, Shep's running the team now. I mean, I haven't even really dobbed in it. I'm looking over it, and then, you know, he's making all these picks, and he's starting these lineups. It's looking good. You know, we're on the up and up. I got my first win last week. Hopefully, we go on a win streak. You know, you can't go out on heaters, so you just keep those heaters running. 
Uh, so you're doing a little training week one and two here. Man, that was uh, good to know who the GM really is. You know, you see in Jurassic Park, the Velociraptors test the cage, and mm-hmm. they find that weak spot, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. attack it. That's oh. my plan for the rest of the season. Oh, that, now that's a good plan. Strategy here, heard here first here, folks. Uh, hope you all uh, take that and write, take some notes on it and prepare for it. Um, my life, Did you say Ryan? Ryan takes my notes right here. Oh, uh, you hear that first, Ryan? Take some notes here from uh, Mr. G-I-B-K-C-I-D uh, to help you get that first win there. You heard it here first from him. Um, you know, that kind of brings me into my next uh, segment here, Matt, and I want to actually bring you in on that. Um, we're going to – we forgot last week. We're going to make sure we don't forget it again. Um, the Worst Contra of the Week Award, um, in my opinion here, I'm going with Ryan. 0-3, not a good week from him. Worst contract of the week. I haven't seen that much from him in the uh, the group text here. Um, you know, complaining, bringing up anything else, you know. Well, like I stated earlier in the week, I wasn't saying much in that group chat either because I was 0-2. Until I was able to finally win one, I could, you know, start to dial up that toe into the field. So, yes, I'm definitely going to agree with you because, one, Ryan hates that everybody just agrees with everybody on this shit. So I'm doing it. And I think Ryan Contra is the worst one of the week, being 0-3. Congrats on the house. And then I'm going to run through my picks this week. I'm going Cullen, Matt. Let's go with Steven, Big Nuts. J-Wall, I feel bad for you not sleeping. And let's go with Ross. Well, you didn't pick me. I hate your guts. And, uh, Ross, let's go ahead and take this. <laughs> let's go ahead and cut this guy. <laughs> but I did pick you, Ross. <laughs> I just ran through another wall. I got one Sorry. left. I got one. Uh, that's a, it's, it's a big honor. I, um, I lost, lost for words, and that's, that's hard to do, Mr. Mr. Pennington. Um, lost for words. I appreciate that. Any day. Well, uh, Matt, we really appreciate you taking time out of your night here. Uh, tell Abby and the kids we say hello. Um, you know, we look forward to having you on here in the future. And, uh, you know, for not picking up Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> so, for- Sorry, but I figured that send-off music was only necessary for – Probably yes. such a high honor. Um, Ross, uh, your worst contra of the week to go ahead and end that segment. Um, my worst contra of the week last week, oh, man, is probably going to have to go to Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> he really he really got under my skin. Um, uh, he hurt me in another league. And if you're going to represent UNC like that, um, you know, that's uh, it's pretty tough. Maybe I should take the Bears. But uh, I, I do think, you know, it's pretty tough uh, at this point. Worst contra of the week, uh, I, I kind of have to agree. It's probably going to have to go with, uh, with Ryan. I mean, 0-3, that's a pretty, pretty tough spot to be in. Um, if we had to go the week before, I would have picked myself. <laughs> All right. Well, because that was an absolute poo-poo performance. Yeah, I can understand that, my man. Um, you know, Definitely understand starting off 0-3 is hard here, but, uh, you know, we won't touch on it too much here. Uh, 
I'm ready to go ahead and dive into these reviews here, Ross. Um, do we have a sponsor for this last segment of uh, Worst Contra of the Week? Chewbacca. Chewbacca is the sponsor of Worst Contra of the Week this week. He's big. He's hairy. Just like a Contra. Perfect. Sounds great. All right. Let's go ahead and dive in here to uh, last week's matchups. Uh, gonna go into mine first. I uh, really felt like I put up a good shield here. Um, got into a little bubble to really protect myself here from uh, Philip really coming at me in all different directions. Um, got me a little worried here uh, with Kyler Murray coming up against me. Um, but I feel like my defense mechanism that I gave him before the game, I sprinkled a little bit of uh, jalapeno peppers into his cornflakes, and he uh, definitely let that. Uh, let that diarrhea hit him right there on the field and throw three picks. Um, felt pretty good about it. Um, Aaron Rodgers still looking to be in prime shape, uh, throwing some dimes out there. Uh, Aaron Jones didn't even have that good of a week and still put up 14 points. Feeling good about that. Um, Josh Jacobs taking a little step back. But, you know, we got through this week. Allen Robinson looking to be a premier wide receiver with uh, uh, a Super Bowl champion now throwing to him. Um Definitely dodged a bullet here with uh, James Conner all of a sudden deciding that he wanted to go off and Darren Waller not catching a ball here. Um, felt pretty confident and, uh, you know, put up a good defense this week, uh, but definitely don't want to see Philip Oliver holes again. Yeah, I, uh, I don't blame you, and that's going to be one of the things with his team this year. He's got a he's got a really good, well balanced team, but it will go through some roller coasters. And you have, uh, like you, I think you already said it, you have guys like Darren Waller who will put up seventeen to twenty points in a, in a week where they move him all over the formation, and then come out against New England, and you know Belichick is just able to basically, you know, cut him down. And, and keep him keep him out there. Uh, I expected this to be a lot closer uh, than it was. Like you said, your your Green Bay guys came out. They they got a pretty good win over New Orleans, but both of your both of your guys performed really well. DK Metcalf is an absolute beast. Uh, you called that earlier in the season. You know, Jonu didn't. He, he was close to his projection there against Minnesota, uh, only missing it by point three. So that's uh, that's a big you know big one. Uh, Fournette. Not really doing a whole lot against Denver. Uh, it's a little worrisome. I don't think he's gonna. Yeah, I don't think he's been practicing this week. Um, so that's one that you should keep your eye out on. Um, good thing for for Parker uh, to keep his head up is um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against a really stout Baltimore defense. That Kansas City offense looked awesome, and Hilaire put up 13 points. So that's something that everybody should keep an eye on when they play Parker's team coming up. And then that uh, that 49ers defense against the Giants. Um, if you have a chance to stream a defense, play them against the Giants because it's pretty much like playing a kid with no arms, no legs, and is in a wheelchair, probably mm. blind and deaf. Yeah, too. That's, a, that's always a good matchup there. Um, but I do believe I called you in a win. In this um, yeah, I felt good about this week. I felt good about this one. Um, rolling on over into I have uh, Christian ain't mingling no mo with a name change there from Dylan and uh, Nick's Nick's feeling chubby. And let me tell you, it was Nick feeling chubby. Um, definitely had a great performance out of uh, Steve's team this week. Um, Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler uh, made the, 
most out of their uh, opportunities here. Um, you know, defense puts up a ton of points. That's always always a huge benefit. But that three-headed monster right there, man, that is uh, all she wrote when those guys all put up 20 points. Um, definitely feeling the effects of uh, putting Julio into the lineup there, not playing. Um, definitely going to want to check that lineup, make sure those guys are playing there for you. Definitely not going to help if uh, guys aren't playing. But as you look at his bench, not much you can put in there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey out, Sterling Shepard, and uh, Jameson uh, Crowder. Not looking good for Christian ain't mingling no more. Um, started off hot out of the gate, and injuries struck hard on this one. Um, but good week by Steve here. Yeah, Steve's team continues to to roll at this point. I'm really uh, like I wasn't excited to play him um, week before last. Uh, you know, big day out of his RBs, like you said, uh, Chubb and, and Eckler really really put it to really put it to the the teams that they were playing in Washington and uh, Carolina. Uh, I predicted that Kareem Hunt would have a bigger day. I was wrong in pretty much all of my bold predictions last week. So um, yeah, there's that. Um, but he also had his defense that got him 26 points uh, against Denver's offense. So that was a, a good play there. Like you said, it's really hard to overcome somebody that's not playing. Julio Jones not in the lineup, but uh, it's kind of hard when you, you lose a decent amount of your team. So, again, Dylan put in the time, put in the effort, put in the work during his draft. But when you lose your number one overall pick, that's really tough. Some things that he can hold his head up with is Russell Wilson continues to perform like an MVP. That Seattle stack continues to seem to be just – uh, phenomenal uh, for him at this point. Russell Wilson close to 50 points, and then Tyler Lockett almost scoring 30. Uh, Carson went down, so something you want to take a look at. It might not be playing this week, but um, you know if you can continue to to keep that that up until McCaffrey comes back later in the season, uh, still still a good uh, good team that will put up points moving forward. I mean, having somebody not play and then you still put up 123. That's um, that's yeah, definitely want to say I didn't feel it. any collusion here. You know, I don't think Dylan or Steve paid each other any uh, anything other than compliments here with leaving Julio out of his lineup. Don't feel any collusion going on here, but we'll see if they get matched up here again and, and who's in the lineup. But uh, let's move on to the next matchup here. Um, I have Cullen versus Ryan. A question dominate the Contras. Does OBJ shit in the woods? And my goodness, did um, – a question dominate the Contras. <laughs> really skinned this one out by his teeth. Uh, ex- this was an extremely ma- extremely exciting matchup to pay attention to this week. Um, going into Monday night, you had uh, Ravens defense trying to battle this one out to uh, get Ryan his first win of the season. And, man, did, uh, did Cullens uh, shut that down. Previous champion used uh, some old uh, tactics here, got inside Ryan's head and pulled out the win. Derrick Henry looking good. He might have coronavirus now, so um, definitely pay attention to that. But this might be the most surprising uh, pickup of the year in James Robinson. Man, does that boy look good. And I tell you what, if he's able to continue to play like he's playing, I got to tell you, Cohen's team is looking a whole lot better than that guy in his flex. So watch out for it, Ryan. Let's try again for that win next week. Um, but that's that's my review. 
Yeah, Big Colin comes back and starts dominating the Contras again, although it's kind of hard because Ryan's team is, is reeling a little bit. Um, Gardner Minshew not having a great day against Miami, so that's one that you want to kind of keep uh, keep an eye on. But he does uh, you know, he does have Drew Brees there on the bench. So that's something that, um, you know, you made the right, at least in my eyes, you made the right start against Miami. You never know what Green Bay could end up doing there. Um but Derrick Henry, like you said, gets to it. James Robinson gets to it. That's a really big one-two punch when it comes to your backs. Uh, Keenan Allen also had a big day. I think they're going to continue to have to funnel that offense through him and Eckler, uh, especially if the rookie quarterback is going to continue to run in Herbert. Uh, but like you said, good good team. Amari Cooper um, there uh, is the number one wide receiver. So his team is, is scary at two and one, um, somebody that I definitely don't want to face. Same thing uh, for Ryan. You know, a lot that you can kind of hold your head, uh, hold your head on. Uh, Godwin and Robert Woods putting up big days. Um, Jeff Wilson, uh, good pickup there at least for this week in the in the short term while Raheem Mostert uh, is out. And I think he'll continue to get some work even when Mostert comes back because you don't have Tevin Coleman there uh, anymore. Um, Dalvin Cook still a good back, um, very formidable uh, opponent this week. Um, like you said, this was a close matchup, but Colin just came away with uh, the, the couple extra points to, to skim this one out. Um, you know, looking at Ryan's team, you do have Jazeki, uh, you know, Chris Godwin, who's healthy. Uh, Cook and Sanders, those two guys are going to continue to perform, and you can't get, you know, a much better top 10 quarterback than, than, than Matt Ryan. So a um, couple of things that you want to look at. Even though you've got a team that's 0-3 here, one thing that I was going to end up mentioning in the rankings, there really isn't a bad team here in this league. I think everybody did a great job in their research, especially drafting. So uh, we'll get back to the drawing board there, Ryan, and hopefully you can pick up that one. Uh, moving week. on to the next matchup here. Um, we're going to move on to yours here. We're all squad short bus first uh, draft, uh, joshallen.com. I knew you were in a little bit of the dumps here um, this week, you know, having lost uh, – Saquon and kind of looking like you need to fill some spots here and um, you know really uh, looking at your team you may not need anyone else other than Patrick Mahomes. Um, Patrick Mahomes came out and said don't worry about it I'll put the team on my shoulders put them on my back I'll carry you to whatever you need if you need a win you need 148 points let me throw that up here for you. Who's Josh Allen is what Patrick, Patrick Mahomes said now listen Josh Allen is on a tear right now and Jordan still making that tour. Josh Allen, incredible pick in the fifth round. You know, you heard it here. I'm reversing it. I'm a believer now. So let's see. Let's see. I want, I want to see more of Josh Allen. I'm riding on this train. Let's see what else we can get out of him. Uh, not getting much out of Marquise Brown. That's, uh, that's frustrating, especially Mark Ingram. You know, you stack those two guys, and they both don't put much up for you. That's, uh, that's going to be hard to get a win there. But let me tell you what, Josh Allen is something else, and I look forward to seeing what he brings to George's team here in the future. Yeah, no, I, it was, was definitely uh, an interesting one for me, being down 16 points going into Monday night. You know, I do have Mahomes, and I did have uh, Mark Andrews going. But being down 16 points, and he had Marquise Brown, Harrison Butker, and um, uh, Mark Ingram, I was very nervous about this one. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are the, the two ones that you had keyed in on last week. Um, and I appreciate you having the confidence in my guys because I did not. Patrick Mahomes took his helmet off and got off the short bus and everybody else followed. 
which was great. Um, Josh Allen continues to, to lead the Bills. Uh, I believe we saw in the group chat yeah, people asking if they were real. They really do seem it at this point. And I think they're going to continue to roll as Josh Allen rolls. So if he can continue this and it isn't just a fluke week to week and it is actual talent based from Josh Allen, which it seems to be so far this year, the Bills are a scary team. And uh, that's really what's going to continue to make Jordan's team a scary team here. Todd Gurley finally finds the end zone. Kareem Hunt's getting his touches there in Cleveland, even though Gurley's tearing it up. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Kenny Galladay both having big days. Um, you know, this is, a, this is a scary team there. Uh, Jay Wall, uh, you, you did it right, buddy. And um, as James said, that, that Josh Allen pick in the fifth round uh, continues to, to shine through as probably one of the number one picks uh, of the draft, uh, at least through the first three. Yeah, weeks. I'll tell you what. Moving on to the next matchup here. Don't need to spend too much time on this. Already reiterated. Moving on between Matt and uh, Daniel here. Good week by Matt. Um, really got a good performance out of Tyreek, Mike Evans, and Cooper Cup. Those three wide receivers are talented. If they stay on their bus, you know where they where they're going to get you know close to you know fifteen points a game. This team's going to be hard to beat. Simple as that. Yeah, no, both of these teams are, are very, very good, very well set up for the for the future. Uh, just so happens in this matchup, Dak and Alvin Kamara step up to Lamar Jackson and Ezekiel Elliott and said, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And uh, Dak and Alvin this week came up feet longer than Lamar and Zeke Elliott. Um, yeah, you have two good running backs. I've got Elliott in another league, and it was just a tough matchup in Seattle there for Elliott. Tough go. Uh, couldn't really couldn't really get much going. The the Dallas offense really ran through Prescott, and they were uh, down early, so they had to pass the ball. And Zach uh, or Dak right now is leading the league in passing. So um, game script really benefited Matt's team here. Uh, good to see him get the, get the win. He's put up 140 points, I think, in each of his matchups. Um, and he's just come up against the, the two teams in weeks one and two that scored more points. Um, Daniel, you know, it is, a, it is your first loss, but it's a, it's a pretty formidable team here. Um, even though you don't have an iPhone, these guys still continue to play hard for you. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Zeke Elliott are really really tough combination. Calvin Ridley is going to continue to get his, um, you know, Edelman and Kelsey, both, uh, both really good to have on the team there as well. They just ended up having one of those weeks that wasn't as good as the, it was supposed to be. So big win for Matt. Um, but uh, Daniel, you don't, you know, you don't have anything to be upset about. You, uh, you can still be upset that you don't have an iPhone. Um, but that's the this week here, uh, fellas. And uh, that, uh, that segment was brought to you by uh, Chris War. Chris Wallace's Sig Rips. Um, if you ever feel frustrated, uh, he was a moderator of the debate. If you ever feel frustrated, you know, just go rip a Sig like Chris Wallace. Um, and go ahead, and uh, I think we're going to move on into the previews here, Ross. Um, so let me go ahead Absolutely. and pull that up here. Um, really looking forward to week number four. Um, I think a lot's going to be determined here on the outlook of the season. Um, we have a lot of guys who are you know, obviously similar records as you start off the season, but uh, guys who really need a win, guys who are middle of the road, you start to see a little bit of uh, weeding out here between the really great teams and uh, teams that really need to do some work, get into the laboratory, get into the office, do whatever you need to to make some changes to really uh, do what you got to do. 
But starting off here with a question, uh, dominate the Contras versus my jelly beans. Um, I know Cullen really want me to pick him this week, but let me tell you something. I'm not going to sit back and pretend like I'm playing some sort of cupcake this week. I'll tell you what, this guy is fiery. He is red. He is a former champion, and I am buckling up my bootstraps, pulling up my pants, putting on overalls, doing whatever I got to do to make sure I stay focused on taking this guy down this week. Um, I need health. I need Aaron Rodgers. I'm calling Aaron Jones. I'm calling Josh Jacobs. Run like you've never run before. Nick. Foles going to throw the ball to Allen Robinson. DK Metcalf is actually going to complete his touchdowns this week. And I tell you what, we are looking to take this former champion head on, and we are going to bite it, bite, take the bull by the horns and bite the bullet. And we are going to make sure that we pull this one out this week. Um, I know the Tennessee Titans game is postponed. Not really too worried about it. I have a feeling that's still going to be played this week. Uh, Derrick Henry, James Robinson. Really hoping that those guys get diarrhea. Might go sprinkle some jalapenos in their cornflakes, too. Let's see what comes out of that. But uh, looking forward to playing Cullen this week. I'm going with my team because I'm going to make sure that they're fired up to take him on. Just ran through the last ball I had in my house. I have no roof (laughs) anymore, everybody. No roof. Really hard with three kids sleeping in the cold. So, but... I uh, I actually agree with your assessment this week, uh, Cullen. Again, you got a you got a good team. You know, Drew Brees will probably um, have a decent day against Detroit, but then you got Minshew against Cincinnati, so that'll be a tough back and forth decision. Uh, Derrick Henry's one that you're always going to need to take a look at. That game's probably going to end up being postponed. So this is really the first week that you're going to see teams affected by by COVID. Um, both of you guys are actually affected in this one. Uh, he's got Derrick Henry. You've got Joe New Smith. So that's definitely one you're going to want to watch. Um, but then again, if he can end up throwing James Robinson there and then finding somebody that he can put in the flex that'll that'll get him a little bit of points. Um, this is going to be this is going to be a closer matchup than it probably looks uh, in the books. James, you're probably going to want to take a look at Leonard Fournette. Um, doesn't look like he's going to get much run this week. I don't know what's going on, but the reports that I'm reading out of Tampa Bay is Ronald Jones is probably going to end up taking a uh, majority of those carries down in Tampa Bay. Um, I think this is going to be a good matchup. You have uh, really good receivers going against each other. Allen Robinson, great connection with Nick Foles. DK Metcalf uh, is an absolute freak, and Russell Wilson trusts him. CeeDee Lamb is going to have a breakout game at some point, just like Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk and all those other rookie receivers. This could be the week against a a poor Cleveland secondary. Um, But then you got Keenan Allen uh, going against Tampa Bay. It's going to be a tough matchup. So uh, I do give you the edge, though, sir, uh, 133 to 126. Mind you, not one of my <laughs> – I just want to let you know. So here are the reports I'm hearing on Leonard Fournette. Uh, he's pick, he picked his nose. He got his finger stuck up there. Um, they're having a hard time taking it out. They might have to surgically remove the hand from the nose. We'll see if he gets that done this week. Uh, if he's uh, if he gets it done, he'll be in the lineup. If, he, if it's still stuck up there, we'll be sure to uh, take him out. Ah, more yes, teams. Yes, uh, moving on here to uh, Philip Oliver Holes and uh, GIBKCID. Um, this is my game of the week. Um, this is where the toughest matchups uh, become uh, 
become serious. You know, you, both guys are one and two here. Um, you get a win, you're 500. You get a loss, you have to start digging a, digging out of a hole here. So this is my matchup of the week. Um, OBJ is looking to uh, clean clean his chest off for another dump coming up here soon. Um, be nice and fresh. Looks like uh, Alan Lazard is in the lineup for Parker this week. Great plug-in. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers has a great rapport with him and good chemistry. He has Michael Thomas in the lineup. And I tell you what, if Michael Thomas is in, in on the field, this wide receiver core is looking deadly. Uh, Michael Thomas, OBJ, and Allen Robinson, you got the lizard, you got poop on your chest, you got the best wide receiver in the league. What could go wrong? Uh, no, it's a, it's a good point. Um, you know, this is really where the league, you know, week four is really where the league starts to put distance between teams, and you can really define how the rest of the season is going to go. Uh, both teams one and two here, like you already put. I think it's going to be a great quarterback matchup. You know, will Dak be able to continue his hot streak against Cleveland? Uh, it seems like most of the quarterbacks that have played Cleveland can. And Kyler Murray is going up against another uh, you know, pretty cupcake defense in, in Carolina there. I really thought Matt Rule would be able to tie it together, but it seems like quarterbacks are still having their way against Carolina, and Kyler Murray seems to be putting it together here in the NFL uh, now that he's got DeAndre Hopkins, and who wouldn't be able to at this point. So it's a good running back matchup as well. Gaskin, the lead back there in Miami, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire looks like he's not going to be stopped no matter what. However, if one person is going to stop him, it's going to be Bill Belichick putting up a, a defense to be able to stop him. Uh, Kamara gets Detroit, which is really uh, could go either way, but I see Kamara having a big day as well. Again, these receivers are, are, are really, really good. I think for me, this comes down to your flex spot. Whoever has the bigger flex day, maybe David Montgomery, since Tark Cohen's not there anymore uh, over Braden Cooks right now, but that could end up changing. Um, but for at least right now, I am going to continue to roll with the hot hand. I have got Matt winning. Uh, 129 to 125. So I actually want to make a point here for Matt's well. team. I actually have uh, – he has one of the players I was making a bold prediction this week. Um, Adrian Peterson, keep an eye on him. Got a feeling this guy's going to rush for about 40 yards and three touchdowns. Have a feeling he's going to fall into the end zone three times this week. Count him one, two, three. Have a feeling that New Orleans is a little demoralized. We'll see what happens. There you go. One bowl prediction. Adrian Peterson, 40 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, moving into the next matchup, we got Nick Thielen Chubby versus uh, Munching on Rugs, the youngest Contra versus the oldest Contra. This is a doozy here, too. This was going to be my backup matchup of the week. Let's see which one comes out here. And so Ryan's been my worst Contra of the week, but I'm going to go ahead and leave it up to here. Do this Contra right here this week is playing to be the not worst Contra of the week. Whoever loses gets the award or this week on this. Um, we got number four versus number five in the week going up. Um, two, ex two exciting quarterbacks, Deshaun versus Lamar, Nick Chubb versus Elliott. Um, looks great. Looks great for both teams here. We got some healthy uh, wide receivers. Um but I'm choosing the younger one this week, going with Steve. Uh, you got that uh, three-headed monster in Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, if they're able to continue doing what, what they do. And uh, Stephon Diggs sure did look good to have a good chemistry with Josh Allen. Yeah, I have, I'm going with uh, the younger brother this week. But like I said, if you lose this week, you get the award.
Yeah, no, that, uh, I think that's a very, very fair assessment. Uh, you got, again, it's a matchup of contras. Uh, this is going to be a tough one to go through. Both teams are on a roll, uh, even though Daniel won, or lost last week. Uh, two and one, really good quarterback play out of both of them. I have a feeling that Lamar probably blows up this week. Not only is he playing a dumpster fire of a team in Washington, um, but he had a really bad, not a, an incredible Lamar game like he normally has. Uh, Zeke gets Cleveland. So I see some big things coming, especially Jarek McKinnon against Philadelphia. Doug Peterson and the boys have zero idea what they're doing here in Philadelphia. Absolutely zero. Um, so I, I think Jarek McKinnon probably has two, possibly three scores like your boy AP uh, this week because they can stop absolutely nobody. And that, offense runs through the uh, ground game in San Francisco there. Um, taking a look at the other side, right? You do have some pretty tough matchups. Uh, Deshaun Watson probably has a big game. Nick Chubb against Dallas, Austin Eckler against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been a really stout defense so far this year. Um, the big thing for me in this matchup is you're going to have to take a look at your flex defense and kicker, right? Uh, Deontay Johnson right now, game's postponed. You're going to have to try and throw somebody in there. Taking a look at the bench, he does have David Johnson and a couple guys that he could throw in. Uh, if Ruggs is healthy, maybe um, you might be able to put those guys in. But you're going to need to find a defense this week. I haven't taken a look at the waiver wire, but uh, that and Young Hoku is actually looking at being out uh, at this point as well with a groin strain. He played through the pain last week. However, it did not go well for him. Um, so I really think that that's where this matchup is going to be made. So I am also going to give the edge to Steve in this one. 145 mm, that's a close matchup. to 140. Appreciate the insight on Young Hoku. Definitely a uh, popular player in the league right now. Uh, really getting in with the ladies. Um, looking great. Uh, moving on into the next matchup here. Uh, looking at squad short bus versus uh, Christian ain't mingling no more. Um, no mo, sorry, excuse me. You know, Dylan's team I feel like has a good core. Um, but definitely gonna need Julio to be in that lineup. I'm feeling the uh repercussions of a Christian McCaffrey injury. Um would like to see this team take a little like little step forward. Never want to see a team that's just decimated by injuries have to go through a year. Um Looking on the other side, we're also your team's looking pretty good. Let me tell you what, this is another matchup where I think it comes down to the quarterback. You have Patrick Mahomes versus Russell Wilson, and let me tell you, that is where this whole week just plays on the shoulders of these two guys. Looking forward to watching. Um, I think DJ Chark, if he comes back this week, is going to be great in that offense. They clearly missed him. Um, Raheem Mostert, if he's back, they clearly missed him. Uh, it's going to be a great week. Let's see if uh, let's see if Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson really duke this one out. Going to go ahead and go with squad short bus again. Um, not being biased, I just think Christian ain't mingling no more without having actually Christian on the team. The vibe is just all off there. Well, I'm going to be completely honest. I think Christian gets back to mingling this week, seeing how he feels. Uh, you know. This one, to me, comes down for matchups. Uh, I do like Patrick Mahomes. I do like Russell Wilson. Both of those guys, I think, are going to continue to perform. However, if you take a look at who they're facing, uh, Miami had a pr pretty decent game last week. But, again, they were facing Gardner Minshew, not Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson is continuing to play like an MVP this year. And at least at this point, if the season ended, uh, Russell Wilson would have to be that MVP for me. Patrick Mahomes had a really big game last week against a really stout defense. But Bill Belichick continues to find ways, even with players that opted out this year, to stop offenses. So I'm a little nervous that the offense runs through the ground game this week and Mahomes doesn't have that big game like he had last week, especially now him, uh, Belichick, being able to define what happened in Baltimore. So I give that matchup to Russell Wilson. Um, My backs have got to perform a little bit better. Joe Mixon really hasn't had any room to run whatsoever, even though he's had the opportunity there. I've got most of it in the lineup right now against Philadelphia. However, I don't know if he's going to actually be there come Sunday night. Um, for me, this is just a, a matchup uh, dependent uh, game. Uh, Chark is healthy and can stay in. John Brown's got a foot injury. Both of these teams have been decimated by injury, but I like the, the Russell Wilson Lockett matchup a lot this week. I think Ertz is probably going to have to be uh, the number. I mean, he is the number one tight end right now, but he's going to have to be utilized a lot if uh, if Philadelphia has any chance at beating San Francisco. So for me, I like the matchups on Mingling's team a little bit better than I like them on my team. I actually have Dylan winning this one 123 to 115. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Uh, moving on into our last matchup, um, does OBJ shit in the woods versus Josh Allen, uh, joshallen.com. And this is another one. Um, does someone become 500 or does someone become 0-4? We got one person looking for their first win here. Let's see how it works out. Let me tell you, Ryan, I do feel for you on one thing. Let me tell you that. This SOB of a fantasy football player, MVS, is the epitome of having a good game and then deciding that once you start him, he will not have a good game. I mean, he is the epitome of the definition, I will play good, I will get into your lineup, and I will not perform. So, Ryan, if you're going to have any advice for me this week, it is do not start MVS because he is absolute garbage whenever he is in anyone's actual lineup. Um, Chris Godwin going down with a hamstring injury, not good here for Ryan's team. Uh, A.J. Brown still dealing with that uh, bone bruise. Definitely going to need these guys to come back from uh, injury and um, help this team out. But Jeff Wilson sure did look good for San Francisco. Have a feeling that he's going to start getting carving out a little bit bigger role this week. Um, but I got to go with Jordan this week. Um, I'm I'm a believer in Josh Allen, and I said it earlier. And if I'm going to say if I'm going to say that, I got to fall into it. Josh Allen. I'm a believer. Listen, I'm going to field any trades at all. Jordan, go look at my team. I want Josh Allen. Um, uh, let's let's try and work a deal out here. Love Devontae Adams coming back this week. Josh Allen, those wide receivers. Still don't like your running backs other than Kareem Hunt for some reason. He's like your fourth guy that you ended up drafting, and fourth running back that you ended up drafting, and he's ended up being your best one. Kareem Hunt looks great. Josh Allen looks great. Devontae Adams looks great. I'll tell you what, I, if there's a team that I'm most excited about here, you know, it is, it is Jordan's team. He's really looked to have something together, uh, not paying attention, walking around, letting Lily go on, when actually he probably was in a laboratory creating, putting out spells and figuring out who's actually going to blow up. I don't know where he was. I mean, he fooled all of us and, and from what I'm looking at. These guys look great. I know the record doesn't show it per se at being one and two, but I'm excited about this team, Ross. You know, that, that's my review. Picking uh, draftjoshallen.com. 
I'm not going to lie. You sound excited. You sound it. I can tell it in your voice. Um, I can take a look at this matchup as well. I, I, I kind of agree with it. Ryan, team's reeling a little bit. I feel you with the injuries. Uh, a lot of them have gone down. I also agree on MBS. Probably one of the most frustrating players that I've ever watched. I had him on my team last year. Put him on my bench. He scored 22. I put him in the lineup. He scored 0.3. Put him back on the bench. He scored 12. Put him back in the lineup. He scored 0.4. And I dropped him the next week. Um, I do agree with that assessment. However, Ryan does this with all of his teams and it gets in their head. He has an empty spot right now in his lineup, and that's got to mess with Jordan a little bit, right? I can't imagine what he's thinking, right? He's looking at his guys that are playing well. They've got decent matchups this week. You know, Marquise Brown going against Washington, Kenny Galladay against that open secondary in New Orleans, DeAndre Hopkins playing Carolina, who's 0 for right now. Uh, Dallas gave up a decent amount of yards on the ground, which isn't like them, so Kareem Hunt's probably licking his lips. But then you look over the other side, and you see that there's an empty spot, and you're like, we've got this one. It's like playing a team in softball that has three outfielders. All you're going to do is pop up. This is what I'm seeing here this week. Jordan, you got a great team, but I like the strategy that Ryan's going with, deploying the empty receiver to get in Jordan's head a little bit. Jordan will say it's not happening, but we all know it is. Um, however, I don't see this from being close at all. This is absolutely going to be a slobber knocker uh, from Jordan's side. Uh, I've got uh, I do want to say that – Ryan does have another one of my bold predictions. Noah Fant playing the New York Jets coming up this Thursday. Noah Fant is going for 160 yards and two touchdowns. Adam Gase is really taking over with the upper decks. Uh, the locker room is just absolutely ridiculous. It, 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 I mean, players can't even walk in there. They literally are walking in off the street, getting in their uniforms, and not even going into the locker room. And uh, for that matter, they, the players are just showing up in their uniforms, walking straight on the field and hoping that they can finish the whole game with a stench that's coming out of the locker room. Um, Adam Gase is just on an absolute tear right now. Um, Noah Fant's going to look to take advantage of that. 160 yards, two touchdowns. You heard it here first. That's a bold prediction for you coming up this Thursday. I also have a bold prediction from Ryan's team. DeAndre <laughs> Swift gets three carries. That's a great one. Really, really looking forward to that. Uh, Ryan, I hope DeAndre Swift makes the most of his three carries. You know, maybe he'll go for 70 and a touchdown. Who knows? Anything can happen if you get three carries. Um, that's it for the uh, previews this coming week. Uh, Ross, I actually have a sponsor for this last segment. And if you can actually get a soundbite here, you know, we haven't had any music here for Jordan uh, in, uh, in the uh, recent past here. So we definitely want to make sure that we keep him entertained with some uh, sound bites here. But that actual uh, segment was brought to you by Jurgens. Glow like Trump. Get your skin as orange as the sun. If you uh, can remember that that soundbite is in the move in the film uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, let me tell you another guy who has orange skin. 
the principal. And I tell you what, Jurgens did great for his skin. Jurgens is doing great for Donald Trump's skin. Let's see how it works out. You know, you turn your skin into a little bit of leather here. Let's see what happens. Uh, TMZ updates. You guys already got a few from me here. Um, let me tell you, the Wilder and Fury fight, boxing fight, being postponed or being delayed. Not excited about that. Really was looking forward to it. Um, you got uh, the Eagle and the UFC getting ready to fight again. Really looking forward to that. The Eagle's going to win. That, that's what I'm going with. Uh, Ross, any TMZ updates from you? Uh, I have a couple. Uh, first one, the first update was Joe Biden stayed awake the entire debate. He was supposed to be in bed come 3 p.m. They had already finished dinner earlier in the evening. He drank a Red Bull and it caped him up the entire debate. So good on Joe Biden there. Uh, I also have another one. Derek Jeter describes that the or excuse me, Derek, uh, Mariah Carey, the first time that she was with Derek Jeter, she called it sensual. So good on Derek Jeter. Not one of my favorite or not. Uh, a big fan of the team that he played for, but one of the most respected guys in all of baseball. Not only one of the most respected guys in all of baseball, but very well respected in the bedroom, apparently, as well. So good on Derek Jeter for actually being sensual and giving Mariah Carey what she needed to sing that beautiful, oh, wow. beautiful song. Wow. And then that's, a, that's a very good update. Disney. On the debate side, I actually hear that they're going to throw out snow for this next debate and i actually believe that there will be a snowball fight and actually a snowman building contest so definitely pay attention to let's see which candidate can uh, perform better in those two regions there um couldn't, anything couldn't agree that will with keep that the more. candidates quiet um, Ross, i'm actually going to bring in a new segment now if i can if you have anything exciting in the soundbite board Ooh. i'm really looking forward to this segment it is actually a food review so if you got something exciting over there, let me get something a little exciting. Oh, man, something exciting. Let's see what I can drum up here. I don't know. No, that's not what we wanted. That's not what we wanted. We got to go back to what awesome. we brought Matt in with. Soundbite. Or... How about we go with one of these since it's a food update? Man, if that doesn't get you prepared for a food update, I don't know what will. My review this week is on the McDonald's Spicy McNuggets. And let me tell you, have I got a review for you. When I first laid my taste buds and took a bite into the Spicy McChicken Nugget, I was a little skeptical. Okay. McDonald's definitely dipping their toes into something. I take a bite. I close my eyes. My taste buds start to tingle in actually glorious ways. I tend to start thinking of pleasant thoughts of when I was a child and on a summer day running around with friends. And then all of a sudden I opened my eyes and I was like, what? Wait, did I just have a flashback into a childhood memory that I loved? No, I took a bite of a spicy McChicken nugget from McDonald's. And let me tell you, boys, I'm throwing out a B plus. And if you guys know me, I like to give hard reviews when it comes to food. B plus from the spicy McChicken nugget. And let me tell you, the sauce is great, but you actually need to throw in the creamy ranch that they have there. You take that nugget, you dip it in the ranch, you throw it in your mouth. I hope it gives you the same feeling it gave me. 
B plus coming from the uh, McDonald's spicy nugget. Hope you guys can all get out there and enjoy one. <laughs> um, moving on to uh, 20% discount um, from you here this week, Ross. Um, this discount is going for actually a new product that's actually just hit the market. And uh, this new product is called a crying hanky. This hanky is for COVID if it ruins our fantasy football season. So go ahead and get your 20 per- 20% discount now. Uh, the hank for the crying hanky if COVID uh, ends up ruining the season for us here. Um, it's actually made of the softest silk and uh, will actually prevent um, anything, any upper decks coming from Adam Gase poop coming on your chest uh, from OBJ. Uh, these hankies protect you from all of that. Ross, if we can get that 20% discount code for the crying hankies just to prepare yourself if COVID ruins the season. Turd waffle. Ross, can you spell that for us? Turd waffle. T-U-R-D underscore, right? Very important here, fellas and ladies. Underscore. T-U-R-D underscore Waffle, W A F F L E E. There you go, guys. So there's the twenty uh, percent discount. Make sure you uh, write that down. Go ahead and get your orders in so you can have that uh, hanky uh, prepared in case this uh, hits the fan real fast. Um, going, Ross. If you got anything else, I'll go ahead and move into closing statements. Um, anything else on your schedule? Well, I just want to go through uh, and rank rank everybody that I got here uh, real quick, and that's obviously subject to change. Everybody has done a, a great job, and as I said it during our, our reviews of the week, I uh, I want to commend everybody for actually putting the time in, going through. That's what makes this league fun. Um, that everybody actually has a good team as you look up and down the league. Uh, I'm in a couple of different leagues this year. I did three of them, which is one of the most that I've ever done. It's really hard to kind of keep track when you get past two, but um, did three leagues this year, and this is probably one of the most competitive. Uh, two and one in this one. I'm 0 and three in another, uh, decimated by injuries there as well. And uh, I am 3 and 0 in another one. Um, I look up and down this league, and you really don't see a team that is just bad. Uh, so I want to commend everybody. So I'm going to go through my rankings here real quick. Um, right now, as it stands, and again, subject to change, this is just based on the weeks uh, that are going and. You know, kind of some uh, information that I took from Roto World and ESPN and Yahoo um, on everybody's team. But right now I've got James and his beans, uh, number one. I got Dan and his rugs. Uh, Probably need to be cleaned a little bit after the mess this week, but I would clean those rugs. Uh, But I got Dan and his rugs at number two. Steve with his chubby uh, at number three. Uh, Matt's backwards dick at four. Um, it's still, it's, it's looking pretty big after this week. So it could continue to grow up in those rankings. Uh, Jay wall, um, he's dot common all over everybody right now with Josh Allen. So hopefully that continues and he can continue to move up the rankings. I got Jay wall at number five, uh, Dylan, get back out there, my man. You got a decent team. You continue to run with Russell Wilson in the Seattle. So I got you at number six, uh, Parker, fill him up, my man. 
you got a team, roll with them. Just make sure you continue to talk to those boys and you'll be able to fill up any hole that you feel like. Uh, I've got myself right now at number eight. We're gasless right now on the short bus. I'm really hoping that Patty can continue to drive us all the way through, but I cannot continue to rely on just a quarterback to bring me through this season. So I've got myself now at number eight. Uh, Cullen, um, you're going to need to work on dominating. You got there last week, but continue to work on dominating those contras. Keep yourself out of that worst contra of the week award. I got Cullen at number nine. And then Ryan, um, you got to stop getting OBJ'd on the man. We'll get you some plastic, cover your chest, makes it an easier cleanup. From what I hear, you still get the same sensation. I've never done it, but this is just for a friend. Um, you take the saran wrap, you put it down, you get the same feeling. It makes it a lot easier cleanup. So we'll get you that. Maybe man, get that, you that is. First, uh, man, move I'm very close on the there. same rankings I have here. The only thing I have is Cullen moved up. I have Cullen actually at number five, and I have um, uh, DraftJoshAllen.com uh, moving down just one spot, and that is the difference that I have. Cullen is at five. I think his team is on the rise, um, especially with James Robinson playing. He is in the way that Derrick Henry. Everything else, uh, I have the exact same power rankings. Um, really appreciate you guys listening in this week. I hope you guys all uh, have a good week to come. Uh, got some exciting football coming up. Hopefully COVID doesn't ruin any of it. Um, that's all I got. That's go ahead, Ross. So I'll leave you. I'll leave you with a couple of jokes here, right? I don't have any big closing statements, um, but I'll leave you with a couple of jokes. Uh, first one that I'll leave you with, try to work it in wherever you can use it before the Thursday night game. But first one is why can't a nose be 12 inches long. Why can't to get a nose a door. be 12 inches long? <sighs> because then it would be a foot. Yes. Ah, yes. Man, didn't see that one coming. It would be a foot if it was 12 inches long. Ah, it's, <laughs> uh, I like to take some twists and turns. So here we go. Uh, why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? Why couldn't the bicycle stand I'm up at a loss of words for this one. <laughs> it was too tired. I was going to think it didn't have a kickstand. That's too funny. Tired. Yeah, it was too tired. And if I'll throw in a bonus for everybody this week. It's a really easy one to work into conversation. So if you go up to anybody at the water cooler, you just have something that you want to ruffle some feathers, uh, all you have to do is walk up, put your arm around a person, and ask them, did you hear the rumor about butter? Excuse me, sir. Did you hear the rumor about butter? And they're probably going to look at you and tell you no. At that point, you look at them dead in the eye. Do not forget this. It's very important. You look at them dead in the eye, and with an emphasis at the end, you tell them well, I'm not going to spread. Be sure uh, I'm going to use that one this week. I'll be sure to make sure I do not lose eye contact with whoever I'm telling this to. That sounds like a very important key to that joke. Um, really appreciate that. That's always uh, one of my favorite segments that we have during this podcast. Um, like I said, I don't have much more going out. I uh, love, love those jokes. Um, but really appreciate everyone listening. Um, that's all I got this week. Ross, um, you know, anything else from you, my man? 
No, just wanted to uh, say thanks again, everybody, for joining in. You got anything else that you want to hear? Again, please let us know. We want to make this the best that it could possibly be for everybody. And before we close out, I'm just going to end it up with probably one of my favorites of all time. So this will end us out. Again, thanks for joining us aboard the potty. We will talk to you next week. Good luck to everybody. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night from wherever you are. Thank you.